Welcome to Murder Minute. On today's episode, Amber Hagerman, the little girl whose abduction gave rise to the Amber Alert notification system. But first, your true crime headlines. In Littlefield, Texas, an 18-year-old suspect is in custody, charged with murder in the shooting death of a 17-year-old girl last Friday. Officers responded to 721 West 3rd Street regarding a disturbance, Littlefield police said. That's when officers discovered, quote, that a series of domestic events led to a 17-year-old female, Jasmine Rodriguez, being shot. Rodriguez was transported to the University Medical Center, where she died. On Saturday morning, 18-year-old Joseph Marone was taken into custody and charged with murder and tampering with physical evidence. He was transported and booked into the Lamb County Jail. The Littlefield police chief said that they're going to treat the investigation as a homicide until they know more. The Texas Rangers are assisting with the investigation, which is ongoing. A Florida couple has been jailed for refusing to quarantine after testing positive for COVID-19. 24-year-old Jose Interian and 26-year-old Johanna Gonzalez had been ordered by the health department to quarantine after testing positive for the virus on July 15th. The couple had been advised to wear face masks at home, a three-bedroom house the couple shares with at least three other tenants and they were required to self-isolate for at least 14 days. But the Florida Department of Health declared them a, quote, present and immediate danger of harm to others after it was notified that the couple had gone to the grocery store on July 20th while possibly still infected. A day later, the agency issued a mandatory quarantine order against the couple, but neighbors said that they were still refusing to self-isolate. According to Greg Veliz, Key West's city manager, someone videotaped the couple defying the order and gave it to Key West police. There were complaints, he said, from the neighborhood of them continuing to be outside going about normal life functions. Intense debate over masks, business closures, and social distancing have raged since the start of the outbreak. Said Veliz, quote, it's a national debate up until the health department tells you to quarantine and then there's no more debate. The couple are facing charges of violating isolation rules for a quarantine and violating emergency management disaster preparedness rules, according to jail records. The Key West couple is expected to face a judge on August 10th. A Michigan woman has been arraigned in court after being accused of attempting to hire a hitman to kill her ex-husband using a fake internet website. 51-year-old Wendy Ween was charged with solicitation to commit murder and illegal use of a computer to facilitate a crime after recently contacting rentahitman.com, a fake service claiming to offer hitmen to, quote, solve problems, according to the Michigan State Police. The owner of the website contacted police after Ween filled out a service request form and asked for a consultation with one of its professionals to help her with an issue regarding her ex-husband who lives out of state. On July 17th, an undercover officer posed as a hitman and met with Ween in a South Rockwood parking lot. 
That's when police said Ween offered the undercover officer $5,000 to kill her ex-husband and provided him with an upfront payment to cover travel expenses out of state. Soon after handing over the payment, Ween was arrested and taken to the Monroe County Jail. The owner of rentahitman.com said that he has been contacted numerous times by people requesting murders, school shootings, and even a baby abduction since he started the website in 2005, claiming that the site has been responsible for preventing more than 130 murders, according to police. Ween is being held in the Monroe County Jail on a $500,000 cash or surety bond. The incident remains under investigation. Those are your true crime headlines. Up next, the abduction of Amber Hagerman. But first, a quick break. If you've been struggling with mental health issues like stress, anxiety, depression, isolation, or just general life changes, and you've been thinking about talking to someone, it's time to get BetterHelp. BetterHelp is not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. It's professional counseling, done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist so that you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Their service is available for clients worldwide and has a broad range of expertise available. Just log in to your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so that you don't ever have to sit in a waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change your counselor if you need to. Plus, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Just visit their website and read the testimonials for yourself, posted daily. Like this one, written by a BetterHelp user after counseling with Lisa Anderson for two months on issues concerning depression, stress, anxiety, relationship issues, and intimacy-related issues. Without Lisa's help and guidance, I'd still be knocking holes in walls. She helped guide me through some of the most difficult and frustrating times in my life. I still have a lot of work to do, but just having her as a listening ear was helpful beyond measure. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MurderMinute, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, now so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. And now, Murder Minute listeners get 10% off their first month when they go to betterhelp.com slash murderminute. That's betterhelp.com slash murderminute. There's a world of entertainment options out there. And by that, we mean there's a lot of compelling international shows that you may be missing out on. And by we, I mean the royal we. Because it's time to burst the domestic TV bubble and check out Acorn TV, 
Acorn TV is a commercial-free streaming service that's rooted in British television. It's home to sophisticated and artful storytelling with top-rated mysteries, addicting dramas, documentaries, heartfelt comedies, and so much more. On Acorn TV, you can find top-notch performances from your TV favorites including David Tennant, Olivia Colman, Sandra Oh, and Thandi Newton. If you love psychological thrillers with twists and jaw-dropping cliffhangers, and we know you do, then Acorn TV original and BBC's top new drama, The Nest, is a must-watch. Hailed a naughty thriller, The Nest is about a wealthy Scottish couple who recruit an 18-year-old to be their surrogate in hopes of finally having a baby. But secrets emerge about the girl's past that could make them regret their deal. I always find something new to watch on Acorn TV because it's loaded with thousands of hours of binge-worthy content. And you can stream it all on all your favorite devices for just $5.99 a month. I have it on my iPhone, my iPad, my Apple TV, my laptop, and now also my desktop. Download the app or watch online via Apple and Android devices, Amazon Fire TV, Google Chromecast, Roku, and more. You'll never run out of content because Acorn TV adds new releases every Monday. Choose from thousands of hours of exclusives, originals, and deep cuts that you won't find anywhere else. Up next on my watch list, The Detectives. A show that The Telegraph calls intensely fascinating and riveting. This British docuseries follows specialist units of the Manchester police as they endure the highs and lows of solving murders and sex crimes. Escape to Britain and beyond without ever leaving your seat. Try Acorn TV free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use the promo code MURDERMINUTE. That's A-C-O-R-N dot T-V, code MURDERMINUTE, to get your first 30 days for free. That's Acorn dot T-V, promo code MURDERMINUTE. Welcome back to Murder Minute. In January of 1996, nine-year-old Amber Hagerman and her five-year-old brother Ricky along with their mother, Donna Hagerman, were in Arlington, Texas, visiting their grandparents, Jimmy and Glenda Whitson. On the afternoon of Saturday, January 13th, Amber and Ricky asked their grandparents if they could go outside and ride their bikes. They gave their permission, but instructed the children to stay within one block of the house. Amber and Ricky set off on their bikes, and mostly did as they were told. They bent the rules a little and rode to the abandoned Winn-Dixie grocery store, two blocks from their grandparents' house, and rode their bicycles around in the parking lot. The lot was a popular area for children to play in. It had a loading dock ramp that was perfect for skaters and made a great bike ramp. After a while, Ricky decided that it was time to go home. But Amber wasn't ready to go yet. She stayed behind to ride her bike 
a little longer. When Ricky returned to the house, his mother and grandparents asked where his sister was. He told them that she was still out riding, and they sent him back out to go get her. But when Ricky returned to the Winn-Dixie parking lot, Amber was gone. Ricky rode home as fast as he could. He couldn't find his sister, he told them. She wasn't where he left her. When Amber's grandfather rushed back to the parking lot, he found police and Amber's empty pink bicycle. The abduction had occurred in less than eight minutes. It was every parent's worst nightmare. A neighbor, Jim Kevill, had called the police after he witnessed a man force a little girl off of her bicycle and drag her kicking and screaming into a black or dark blue pickup truck. I saw Amber riding up and down, Kevill said. She was by herself. I saw this black pickup. He pulled up, jumped out, and grabbed her. When she screamed, I figured the police ought to know about it, so I called them. The witness described the suspect as a white, possibly Hispanic man, around six feet tall, between the ages of 25 and 45. The family immediately notified the local news media and the FBI. And soon, the nation was searching for Amber Hagerman, the nine-year-old Girl Scout with reddish-brown hair and blue eyes. More than 50 federal agents and area police officers searched for the little girl, but there was no sign of Amber Hagerman. Four days later, on Wednesday, January 17th, a man was walking his dog behind the Forest Hills apartments when he stumbled upon the body of a little girl face down in a creek. It was Amber Hagerman. Her throat had been cut and she was nude except for one sock. She was found less than five miles from the Winn-Dixie parking lot where she was abducted. The medical examiner's office ruled the death of the girl a homicide and said that the cause of death was, quote, cut wounds to the throat. Police believed that a recent thunderstorm swept Amber's body into the creek. At first, Amber's parents couldn't believe the news insisting to the reporters camped around their home that their daughter was still alive. We will find the person who did this, Mr. Anderson, a spokesperson for the police, told the New York Times. We never want another little girl, another family, to go through what this little girl, this family, has been through. An autopsy later revealed that Amber had been kept alive, beaten, and sexually assaulted for two days before her body was dumped in the creek. An investigative task force was formed. But with no murder weapon or DNA evidence, there were few leads. 
There had been a very large storm, and Amber was not only in water, but in running water in a creek bed. Mike Simons, the investigative sergeant in charge of Amber's case, explained. So there had been a tremendous amount of water flow over her body, which obviously made it hard in terms of trace evidence. The case went cold. Shortly after Amber's funeral, a mother in Fort Worth, Diane Simone, called into a local radio station with an idea. If the National Weather Service could interrupt local media stations to send out weather alerts, why not do the same for abducted children? Broadcasters in the area formed a coordinated system that could alert residents quickly in the case of an abducted child. The system was named America's Missing Broadcast Emergency Response, the Amber Alert. Over the next few years, the system was adopted nationwide. Since 1996, the Amber Alert system, named after Amber Hagerman, has stopped more than 800 child abductions. Originally, Amber Alerts primarily interrupted radio and television programming. Today, they appear on statewide transportation signs, digital billboards, and perhaps most importantly, text messages. Data shows that kidnappers are more likely to release children when they discover that authorities have issued an Amber Alert. In a 2016 interview, Amber Hagerman's mother said that the alert system that bears her daughter's name is bittersweet. There's another part of me that wonders what would have happened if we would have had the alert when Amber went missing, she said. Could it have helped bring her back to me? In January of 2016, 20 years after her abduction, Amber's mother and brother, along with several of the detectives who worked on the case, held a press conference to request tips and leads from the public that might help to identify Amber's killer. Community artists painted a mural at the memorial site where Amber was kidnapped, and Texas Governor Greg Abbott declared January 13th Amber Alert Awareness Day. Arlington police say that the case remains open and that they will continue to seek justice for Amber Hagerman and her family. They were saying Amber was taken at four o'clock in the afternoon, thrown into a pickup truck and driven somewhere and that nobody saw anything. I'm sorry, that's not possible, recalled Diane Simone, the mother who came up with the idea for the alert system. The problem was not that people didn't see them. It's that they didn't know what they were seeing. The next time an Amber Alert pops up on your phone, interrupting your conversation or waking you up in the night, remember Amber Hagerman. And don't ignore it. Pay attention. Every minute counts. And a child could be counting on you. This has been Murder Minute. For True Crime Anytime, download the Murder Minute app 
or follow us on Instagram at Murder Minute.